Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about screaming on Santa's lap? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh, Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I am happy because you know what? It's your birthday month. It's my birthday week (laughs) even. It's happening very, very soon. And I want you all to know it. And it's happening. And I'm happy. I want you to know it. And I want it to exist in you. I want you to feel it. I want you to feel my birthday inside of you. Oh, well, I'm so glad you're happy. You want to know my life? Yeah. Fortune cookie just told me I uh, had a succulent Chinese meal just before doing this. <laughs> okay. And I opened up my fortune cookie. Are you, are you ready for this one? Fortune cookies can get a little bit unhinged. So, yeah, I'm excited. Hey, guys. Every day there's sad news. Oh. Is that the whole but, fortune? Okay. But, <laughs> but each day itself is glad news. Okay. So, basically... Every day there's sad news, but hey, you ain't dead. Yeah, people be dying every day, but at least you ain't one of them. Hey, life sucks out there, but you get to live in it. (laughs) Hey, pandemic times, but like, you're okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, every day sad news. And I was like, how did no? (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, but each day itself is glad news. And I was like, so you've lived to see another day. And I was like, okay, another so, shitty day. <laughs> so basically, every day sucks, but you're not dead. What an awesome fortune. Every day sucks, but at least so you got happy. them days. Yep. At least you rolled out of bed today. <laughs> what a shitty fortune, man. <laughs> uh, but actually, it was pretty spot on with uh, sad news every day. You ready for this one? I Am I? I don't know. It's not really sad news, but... okay. Well, this is some glad news. Got my COVID booster. Yay! Me and Taylor both got the booster. All well, so we've seen conflicting reports. We did, we did Pfizer's. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the triple P's right here. Right? Triple peed up. Uh, you're all peed up, right? I'm all peed up. Yeah. Fuck Moderna, dude. <laughs> um, Pfizer for life. But, uh, so got the Pfizer one and then I got my flu shot, right? Yeah. Uh, hours before I went to see Spider-Man. Oh no. Did you make it? (laughs) Oh, dude. The Pfizer serum crept through my veins (laughs) and I felt myself get stronger. Oh my God. Oh, it was great. No, like I was driving home and I felt my sinuses just like regenerate and fix no stuffiness nothing (laughs) and days later now i still have not had a single sniffle like once like i'm just clean and pure hell yeah 
this is how it was all of 2020 from the original one, you know? Yeah. Uh, or 2021. But Time's man, a flat circle. Yeah. It's been great. It's such a Jeremy Baramy. <laughs> but uh, everything was great. See Spider-Man. Things are fun. Like, lift my arms. And like, eh, my, my COVID arms, like, a little sore, right? Yeah. But I also got the flu shot. Because I was like, might as well. People get all butthurt when you don't get a flu shot. Did they get you in, like, one arm with both shots? No, they always split them. Okay. So left was COVID, right was the flu shot. <laughs> don't mix them up. Yeah. You don't want to get your blood crossed. Um, dude, right arm never hurt. Left arm got a little sore, right? Okay. Everything was great. See Spider-Man. Life was phenomenal. Go to bed. Wake up Saturday. Fucking done. <laughs> Wrecked. And I and I already knew what it was. It was the flu shot. Ugh. Every time I've gotten a flu shot, I, most times, there's there, there's been the rare occurrence that I didn't feel this way. Yeah. But I've always felt this particular way. So I was like, all right, this is not a COVID shot aftermath. This is the flu one. And I basically had like a very mild flu Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Boo. I was out of it, dude. Man, I feel like... I've only ever gotten the one flu shot, so I don't have a whole lot of, you know, data <laughs> to compare. But yeah. when I got the flu shot this year, like, it was spicy going in. There was, like, a little bit of English on it, but Ooh. it didn't make me sick at all. I felt fine. And yeah. every year that Richard has gotten a flu shot, it fucking knocks his ass out. So Ooh. I think perhaps just you men are, like, something well, Something happens to you. I already had the whole uh, women and COVID shot theory. Yeah. That seems to be a thing. So I cannot deny this theory. But see, Stu, Big Beef Stu will fight you because he's the only reason <laughs> I get the flu shot. Oh, really? That man gets irate if I so much as think about not getting it. Okay. Go Big Beef Stu. So I texted him. and was like, I'm getting the flu shot. And I just got good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I want Stu to say that to me. My God. So I got my flu shot. And I mean, if you know me, you know, I don't sleep. I yes. hate sleeping. You're a short sleeper. I slept so much the past three days. Oh, man. Like Saturday, I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Sunday, barely remember. And Monday, I did work a half day. And then I called out because I was like, I'm running ragged, guys. Like, I'm going to need some time. Yeah. Taylor was like, are you actually not okay? And I was like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm normally okay, but yeah, I'm fucked up. And she was like, cool, go clean the gutters. And I was like, oh, no, uh, (laughs) no. Cause she was still fucked up from her COVID shot. Cause we only got them like two days apart. Yeah. So we're both just like fucked up laying around just like, oh, who's going to feed us? Yeah. She's got that like big hot golf ball in her arm from the COVID shot. Right. I know. So I mustered up the strength to go to the store and buy us a whole bunch of soup. Good. Like tons of chicken noodle soup. I like the chunky stew. Big beef stew? Uh, yep. Beef with country vegetable. Hell yeah. And then I got uh, those Idahoan like powdered potatoes. So you make the mashed potatoes in like five minute things. <laughs> yeah. I ate so many fucking mashed potatoes, which I 
know you and Richard are probably well aware of. I'm a mashed potato guy. Because Richard <laughs> used to give me a fuck ton of mashed potatoes at KFC. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, when I first got my braces, everything hurt to eat. And I think he took pity on me and was just like, here, you poor child. And then I would just keep coming back like, hey, yo, you got some mashed potatoes. <laughs> Do you have some more? Oh, I used to get so many mashed potatoes from KFC. Oh, good old KFC. I do not miss smelling like chicken. I bet. But so, dude, those Idahoan potato packages, man. Yeah. That's some good fucking mashed potatoes right there. (laughs) Oh, they're so good. Nice and easy. Dude, like literally five minutes. It's phenomenal. But yeah, so we had a bunch of that. And Monday, I was still messed up. But like Tuesday, like today... I'm back, man. I'm good. Good. Quick three-day flu turnaround, and I'm good. Love it. I got some food, I guess Saturday, and I was like, I'll watch TV. As you heard in the pre-ramble, I got into Squid Game. Yes. And, like, I ate my food within one show, but I was just so out of it. I was like, just keep keep going. Keep, (laughs) Keep doing your thing, please. And then I was like, all right, when you're sick... I think we've discussed this before, too, but when you're sick, do you sleep? Are you, like, a big, like, I'm sick, so I'm sleeping? Yeah, I crawl in a hole and die until I am better. Okay. I play games, like, nonstop. That's what Richard does. Yeah, like, it's it's good game time, right? It distracts you from, you know, the sickness. So I'd watched, I don't know, four episodes of Squid Game, and then I was like, but I want to play Halo. So I kind of like rolled off the couch, got in a game chair, and I sat here and I played for like six hours and didn't even know how much time passed. Oh my God. Because like Taylor was working late and she got home at like nine. Yeah. And I was like, well, we need to eat. So we get food. And I was like, Jinx, why are you bothering me so much? <laughs> and I was like, it's it's only like 830. And I looked at the clock and it was like 10 o'clock at night. And I was oh like, I I just like stared at Taylor and she's like, what? And I was like, I didn't feed them. <laughs> she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, when did you get home? She's like, like nine o'clock. And I was like, I was 30 minutes late for feeding them by the time you got home. And I still haven't thought about doing that. Oh my God. She's like, what were you doing? And I was like, I was playing Halo. I started that at like two in the afternoon. Oh my God. I was like, where have I been? (laughs) (laughs) Just melted into Halo. You became one with the Master Chief. Dude, I haven't played a game like that in a long time. Man. That was a session I needed, I think. Like, I love to just sit there and, like, lose time in a game. Yeah. And I I never do that anymore. Like, it, it, it hasn't happened in probably two years or more. Yeah, you don't have, like, time to do that. Yeah, like I never, I just don't have time for that anymore. Man, it was, it was nice. I like, I just love doing that. That's like one of my favorite things to do is like lose six hours in a game. Yeah. Know? Fucking, I just didn't even know it because I'm having fun. Like I wasn't, because normally when I play now, I'm checking the clock a lot. Yeah. And when you are looking at the clock, you, you pull out of the game, you know? Right. I didn't even know what fucking time it was. Taylor came home. We ate dinner, and I'm like, oh, it's probably 8.30, and I was two hours late. 
in my own mind, you know? <laughs> Jesus. Being flu sick will do that to you. It sure will. I'm not a fan. I was not happy. Well, I'm glad you're better. Oh, I'm so much better. Can I can I crack this real quick? Can we crack this? That's it's I'm thirsty. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I yes. know. You back in the world of the crackables. I am. You know what I'm fucking drinking? I got me some Diet Coke. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Kelsey going hoard. I don't have to be at work early tomorrow. <laughs> I'm taking Richard to the doctor. So I having some caffeine late in the evening. Man. Oh. <laughs> Bubbles. <laughs> also, just shut up. Just accept this. Okay. I got my shots at CVS. I'm leaving. And I was like, I mean, it doesn't hurt to look. Hey, there's more Rockstar cans here my than I've seen before. God, Robert. <laughs> I'm like, I'm no. Fucking I've come never to your seen house. these cans. <sighs> and so uh, it turns out the one that I was drinking that like made my face shrink. <laughs> That was the sugar-free one. Oh, gross. Even worse. Well, that's all I've seen. Like, I've never seen any other one. So they had three different flavors. And I was like, oh, that white can was sugar-free. So the black can is the, like, original. Full yeah, that's like the basic one. Okay. I was like, all right, I'm going to get some of those and see how those are. But me and Taylor agreed. I was like, oh, there's no way I drink this. And mix that with COVID and flu shot. Absolutely not. You would keel over on the spot. So I've yet to have one still. I have to save it for like the right time. Okay. But I have like a real deal rock star to try now. And maybe it won't be as bad. Maybe my face won't hurt as much. <laughs> Invert your face. Well, they say sugar-free stuff sometimes is worse than the normal stuff. Yeah, like... Especially for energy drinks. I don't know what they put in, in them to compensate for the lack of sugar, but my God, it's disgusting. That's probably I, why it hurt me so bad. <laughs> I used to drink uh, Monsters in college, like in my summer classes. Yeah. I, I took one summer class and the only available slot was 8 a.m., which means I had to be up <laughs> by 7 a.m. And I don't wake up at 7 a.m. <laughs> Have you never been a morning person? Never in my whole life. Okay. I was often late to high school. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I just, I can't with mornings. Mornings are bad. Okay. But um, yeah, I used to drink Monsters in uh, in college for the duration. That's what got me through that summer course. <laughs> and there was one time that the machine was out of the regular one and I had to get the sugar free. And I was like, this is fucking dog shit. <laughs> and I had to chug it anyway. Yeah. So um, I guess look forward to a... <laughs> Rockstar rating in the future as I try a basic one. All right. I thought about having it before this, and I was like, I can't, I can't have 12 hours of energy pumped into me at 4 o'clock. No. Like, I, I do have to wake up later, so. Or go to bed later so that I can wake up for, this, you know, work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Man, if only I had time off around Christmas and stuff, I would, you know. Play some oh. games and just literally stay awake for 48 hours. It would be great. I, I can't. I cannot let you have more than one rock star in a day, please. You can't. You're going to oh, hurt no. yourself. No, I will only have one every like 48 hours. Okay, good. Yeah, there's no way. 
I wonder if I can drink the normal one within six hours, though. That, like, white can one? Yeah. From moment of crack and first sip till till I took the final sip was never within five hours. God, really? It must have gotten so warm and flat. It, I mean, tasted just as hurdy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we here in the greenhouse believe in Christmas whenever you feel like it's Christmas. Yeah. As I have said in years past. And we felt like it was Christmas a little bit earlier this year. So we have already done our Christmas. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you thought I it was Christmas, Christmas before Spider-Man. Yeah, it was. It, we needed a little bit Christmas. But um, I just wanted to tell you a couple of cool things that I got. Nice. So uh, first of all, this is not a Christmas gift, actually. It was more of my birthday gift to myself. Okay. Um, so... Do you remember a couple of game nights ago, Ferdin brought like a little sample of those like non-alcoholic spirits? Yes. Did you try any of those? No. They're pretty good. Like you're supposed to make some of ginger ale and stuff. Um, and I I liked it a lot. And since I'm living the non-alcoholic life, yeah. I was interested in purchasing some. So I went on their website and like looked around and they had a special going on for, um, you know, holiday times. And so I got like their combo pack and got three bottles because they have three different flavors so i got three different bottles of non-alcoholic spirits from a brand called seed lip not sponsored just passionate they're pretty darn good i'm i put one in my diet coke just to see how it would go down and it tastes comparable to like a coke and whiskey okay it's pretty good i'm enjoying it um so if you're interested in non-alcoholic beverages i like them i just recommend them Again, not sponsored, just passionate, but we enjoy it. I'll have to try one. I mean, yeah. every time I've come over, I have a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper I have to kill off on my own, so <laughs> there's no yeah. room for other liquids. No. Uh, yeah, next time you're over, I'll let you sniff okay. them all. They all have, like, a different, <laughs> unique scent about them, so. Sniff them all. Yeah, I'll mix them with a the Dr. Pepper and see how they go. Yeah. I think you'd like the spicy one. Ooh, I like spices. It's okay. very not spiced. Um... So I got that for myself for my birthday, early birthday gift, and then um, for Christmas. So, you know how I'm always be looking for seltzer in all the wrong places. Yeah. Uh, I tend to run out of seltzer a lot, and I'm always very sad when I do. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's always just like there's a – I don't know why. Like I'll notice that I'm running out of seltzer and be like, I should order some more. I should go to the store and buy some more, and then I don't. I was about and to then... say, how do you not have like an Amazon like recurring – we drop off seltzer once every three weeks or something right you would think i should have something like that yes but i do not um so richard thought that i would enjoy a soda stream and so he got me a soda stream and i got a couple flavors of bubbly i got grapefruit and cherry and it was weird to learn at first how to like operate the thing because it's like you have to screw a canister of co2 into the back of it and you have to press the button like a certain number of times for a certain length of time. And that bubbles it to the right consistency. And it's just like a kind of a trial and error thing of how much fizz do you want? How much flavor do you want? I was going to ask, what do you think of it? Because everybody I've ever known that had one was like converted to using it all the time. Yeah, dude. I fucking love it. It's amazing. Awesome. I'm okay. super excited about it. Again, not sponsored, just passionate. But my God, if you if you're a make your pound, own colas, yeah. If you're if you're a bubbly fiend like I am, you <laughs> should get one of these in your home. 
I feel like it's going to save me a lot of money on seltzer. <laughs> There you go. I do need to still have like crackables in the home because, you know, I got to crack one every Tuesday for Yimtop recordings. But yeah. But uh, yeah, this has opened up the realm of, you know. No. Uh, you need to learn to can your own. Oh, my God. Made bubbly. And then That's how you, you create fucking pipe that. bombs on accident. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. The most fragrant pipe bomb. Oh, man. Uh, so I got that, and then for my resin crafting, Richard bought me Ooh. a fucking shitload of inks, just like so many inks for the dice. Okay. I I was not expecting him to buy me like the most ink, but <laughs> it's what he did, and I love him for it. Well, I mean, you've got a bunch that you still got to like pretty up from your process from like the year before, right? So Yeah, so I mean, the, the inks that I got are to dye the resin, so I can't use it oh, until... Okay the weather warms up again but uh yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to using all the new colors i got okay i'm excited that's pretty much all i got for christmas but like it was it was a nice year like a good solid year of christmas gifts and okay so i got richard the uh xbox uh fucking what do you what do you call it the controller the elite controller yes And he didn't know I got it for him. I fucking nice. surprised him. I surprised him. I Did never surprised like, this man. Rip it open and go, what the fuck? Amazing. <laughs> he is so bad at Christmas. Like every single time Christmas rolls around, he's like, what'd you get me? I know what you got me. And oh starts God. like trying to fucking read my mind and shit. And he'll like pick up the box and shake it. And I'm like, if you touch this box, I will shoot you on sight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't want you to go near this box. I don't even think about the box. So... I didn't oh, want man. him like lifting it up and like feeling the heft like of it, you know. It? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, he opened it and he was like, "Oh, a controller!" And I was like, "Yeah, open it up and hold it." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh my god, it's heavy!" And it's like, "Yeah." So, yeah, it's it's very cool. He likes it a lot. We've been using it. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pick mine up and hold it while we record because it just <laughs> feels so it just good feels in good hand, in the man. hand. Oh, like man. If I could control me as a human with this thing, I would totally do that. <laughs> it's got a really good weight to it. Like, it just feels nice to hold. Even if you're not playing a game, just holding on to it. It's just so grippy. Just man. feels right. It's just, it, it, it is right. You need to let me know if his has any problems. Okay. Because, like, mine did when I oh. first got it. Um, my A button was sticky. Oh, no. So, like... When I would jump in Destiny, he would auto, he would like double auto jump. float. Yeah. Like automatically. And I was like, motherfucker, I didn't do that. And it wore itself in. Like it's okay. like perfect now. But when I first got it, this A button was sticky. And I had to like, like when I would jump, I would then have to like press in, pull it to the right. And then it would pop up the like the full way. Yeah. Like, I had to do stuff. And, I mean, they actually, like, quit making them when, like, the first run came out because they were okay. a bunch of problems. Yeah, this is the Series 2, so I don't know if that's, like, their yeah. newer one that they're going out with. No, but... it's the it's the same one. Okay. But hopefully it's from, like, a new batch of them, you know? Hopefully. <laughs> and I want to know if he ever set stuff to the paddles because I don't. I just like to click them. I have a question for you about the paddles. So there's yes. like a little switch on the back near the paddles. What is that? Oh, uh, that's the that's the trigger draw. So it like makes it harder or easier to? No, shorter. So like, oh. so like if you 
pull it all the way up, that's where it's off. So, like, the trigger pulls all the way down. Okay. And then, like, when I play Halo and Overwatch, I put it in the middle so that when you pull it about halfway down, that's when it stops and registers, like, a shot, you know? Okay. Or you can do it all the way down and, like, literally you barely pull it and it stops and that's for, like, trigger shooting, like, okay. insanely fast. I can't do that because it's, like, too fast. Yeah. I want to feel some pull. And this controller has only been used for Overwatch and stuff, right? Okay. Well, when I got Forza, it felt awful to drive a car with this, like, halfway pull. So I had to turn it back to the normal so I could have, like, a full range of, like, accelerating motion, you know? Get the full pull. Yeah, like, I had to change it. So it's cool for that. It's just preference stuff, you know? Okay. But there's a key that comes in there. You yeah, little, what is like, the thing key. for? If you pull the joystick off, it's like I just pulled off my joystick, right? There's a little yeah. there's a little plus sign in the middle of the joystick. You take that key and you can turn it left or right to change how hard it is to pull the joystick over. Oh, interesting. So like if you want to make it like really precise, you would crank it up so it's really hard to pull, so it's like you know, more precise and accurate to, like, line up a shot. Yeah. But if you want a more floaty, loosen it so, like, you can just whip that shit around, you know? This controller has so much, like, customizability. It's nuts. As a, like, custom controller, it's the best controller that, that exists. Like, man, I will say that I love this controller. It's just good it's to the hold. It's fucking best that there is. It's so nice. It's wonderful and perfect in every single way. If I could get one of these, but, like, in a PlayStation 5 style... Yeah. Then I would have a perfect PlayStation controller. Yeah. I mean, I love the DualSense. It's it's great. But I wish I could do half of what this thing can do to it, you know? Right. And there's a company that makes controllers like that, but it's a third party, and they're not as cool. Because this is a first party. Microsoft makes yeah. this controller, you know? Man, I'm so excited for him. Yeah, I am too. So, uh, did he get anything else good? Um, I got him just like a bunch of shit for his, uh, you know, his retro gaming wall that he's got going on. I don't know if I've said that on the main show or not, or if that's just in a pre-ramble before, but like he's been building out a collection of retro video games and, um, he's like modding consoles so that he can emulate pretty much every single game that's out there right now, which is very cool. Like if he wants to play a video game or if I want to play a video game, like he came up to me the other day and he's like, what is a game that you would want to play from PlayStation 1? Because I got on the PlayStation Now. Have you seen one of those? You mean the little... Like, bite-sized PlayStation. Like the PS1 Classic thing? I think it's that. It's like it's like a PlayStation, but it fits in the palm of your hand. Uh, it might be that one. PlayStation Cause, Now. Because PlayStation Now is that service. Is that what it was? Yeah, uh, PlayStation Classic is the little PlayStation 1 that's bite-sized. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. PlayStation Classic. Yeah, yeah, it's just so tiny and so cute. Yeah, tons of people were modding the fuck out of those when they first came out. <laughs> yes, that's what he's doing. So uh, They sold so poorly that really? GameStop was... Not GameStop. Best Buy had them on sale for like $15, just bunches oh of them. What? 
and I just walked by it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this one is going on eBay right now for $1,300. That's a stupid price. It might um, be crazy modded up or something. Yeah, uh, you can buy them for, I think I got it for 70 bucks. It's like, it's a good little system. I think it's uh, it's it's interesting for sure. But like, yeah, he's he's modded it now to where it has every single game possible that you can watch on the PlayStation. There's an open source software called Bleem, B-L-E-E-M, yeah. okay. that he's using. And uh, so he downloaded like the Pac-Man 20th anniversary for me, which is yeah. like a 3D Pac-Man platformer. It brought me back so many memories. We played it together and I was just like telling him where to go and he's like why do you know this game like the back of your hand just like i played it like it 600 times i went from this to everquest yes that was, <laughs> that's exactly it like i played pac-man until i got everquest and then i played everquest until i got overwatch yep man the three stages of kelsey's life <laughs> well diablo is in there too i guess but well, yeah. um yeah i mean it's just, it's so much fun to be able to play retro video games just whenever we want. It's really been a cool thing to watch him put it all together. Yeah. So, good Christmas all around. Um, one more thing I was going to say about controllers. My fucking Joy-Cons finally got drift. I um, am still amazed because, like, I have an original Switch. Man. And I still don't have that. It's so annoying because <laughs> it, it only happens... I mean, so yeah, it's happening. I've, I've never heard about it in real life, so describe. Yeah, it's only happening to me on the left joystick, and uh, that's the one that you know you use to run around and shit in Animal Crossing. Yeah. And I only play the Switch. Like I have, I have played the Switch docked for the life of it. Yeah, but I started playing at my desk on my breaks at work. So uh, whenever I'm holding it in my hand playing it on my brakes i was terraforming and i noticed that like my character terraforming is a goddamn nightmare when you have joy con drift because like you'll be digging a cliff and then your character will suddenly like do a fucking 180 and dig in the other direction i'm like what are you doing just ruined a whole cliff yeah but yeah it's just like if i if i stand the character still and put the place the put the uh switch down She'll just like slowly turn around and start walking away. And it's really creepy to see happen. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so just got some drift in the left Joy-Con. Uh, Nintendo Have will... you tried to just recenter the dead zone in it from the main menu? No. You may be able to do that. I'm not going to guarantee that that can fix it. Okay. But could be worth it. Yeah, I'll give it a shot for sure. Um, I think... Nintendo does like fix them too for free if you send them in, but I feel like they're going to take like six weeks if I do that and I don't want to do that. I was about to say, it might just save you the hassle dealing with that shit. Yeah. uh, I feel like Richard may have gotten me some Joy-Cons for my birthday. So we'll see. Man, I kind of want one of those uh, those, uh, stands from Satisfy. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because I... So good. I've been playing it handheld so much and I just dislike the feel of the joy cons in the hand they don't feel good for adult hands satisfy wish we were sponsored very passionate i love the satisfy grip stuff so is it just the grip with them or does it come with like joy cons like no yeah it's just the grip okay but you can get a bundle with a case and then it comes with just like some extra little stuff 
Yeah. So, like, I like the big case. The The grip is pretty bulky in and of itself. Yeah. It won't fit in a normal case that you can just buy. So they sell a case that it can fit in. And I bought the, like, super big case. But they make, like, a slim model that is, like, form-fitting to a switch, like, in that grip. Okay. So, I mean, there's tons of options. And they do different sales throughout the year. Well, they'll be like, all right, here's an exclusive color, you know. So, like, I have a plain gray one. And then they did some sale with, like, this beautiful orange set. (laughs) Oh, it was so nice. But I, you know, couldn't get it. Uh, we got Taylor the Animal Crossing one that's yeah. that's the blue and green. I'm going to open him up and look at him. Satisfy ye. <sighs> it's satisfied with an E on the end. Yeah. Satisfy ye. Dude, I love this company. Like, I love this company. I think they're so cool. The guy who started it, like, when I first found out about him, I got an ad for him on, like, TikTok at the time or something. Yeah. And he, he like, worked a job for, like, 10 years, and they were just like, we're just going to let you go. Oh, my God. So, like, he had poured his entire career, like, first job he ever had was, like, 10 years at this place, right? Ugh. And then he had nothing. And so he was like, well, I can engineer stuff. So he was like, I want to make something for this Switch thing. And it was a really small start, and then they got invited to E3, and then it blew up, and now it's, like, a huge Switch accessory company. Yeah, okay. I love them. (gasps) And it says new (sighs) Xbox and PlayStation stuff. What What? is this? Oh, it's just thumbsticks for now. Okay. Okay, just for now. But still... (laughs) And they make a grip for the Switch Lite, which we know people that have Switch Lights. Yeah. Uh, so, like, let's do the Switch. So, they actually had to remodel it, because when that OLED one came out, the Switch OLED. Oh, yeah. It's slightly bigger, and so the grip that people had didn't work. Oh, shit. So, they made one for the OLED. So, like, they, like, make it exact specs for, like, your device, you know? Okay. So, like, here's the, the Pro Slim bundle. See how thin that that case is, man? It's pretty nice, but I got, I got the big one, the big boy, the big boy, because it has a game card holder inside. But I, I buy physical games, and then you get some thumb grips, and then there's like a little metal, like slider rod that you get. So when you get your switch, you know how it has those uh, little extra wrist strap things that you can slide onto the Joy Cons. Yeah. That thing is where you can just slide it onto this, like, metal rack and just, like, kind of hold them in one place together instead of having two separate things floating around, you know? Okay. So it's just a little convenience thing. Yeah. And, like, it, if you get just the the grip, it's 20 bucks. Yeah, that's, like, not bad. That's not bad. If you're ever going to play handheld for any significant amount of time, you gotta get one of these grips because the number one thing i hated was just holding the switch it made my hands hurt yeah holding a switch sucks (laughs) for any length of time like it doesn't feel good if you are an adult person you cannot play this handheld yeah it's it's just impossible you have to crank your thumbs at the worst angle yeah but this grip and if you notice the left side is not as beveled out as much as the right side like they they even have it set to where it's I mean, it's just made to work. 
just fits and in the hands. Feels good. I've played Animal Crossing for like a full day with this in my hand and been fine. Man, that like this works. I love this thing. I should get one. Yes, you should. <laughs> so good. Okay, uh, you ready to go to the break while I make this purchase? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. There's an app that you can like track how much you poop at work. I don't, I don't even know what this app is called, but I had a friend at work who was like, oh, let me just clock on my poop app because I'm going to the bathroom. Oh I'm like, my God. what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, wish yeah. I'd have had that. It's like a little stop timer. You like put in your hourly wage and then you like hit the timer and it just like tracks for you how, how much money you have made taking poops at work. This is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's a very much Robert app. I think oh my God. Have it. It would not serve me now. Like, I definitely poop way less on the clock now that I'm just home. Because, <laughs> I mean, I would take time. I would play yeah. I would play Phoenix right at my first job. Oh, my God. Which sucks, because I had the 3DS, and I was like, I'm going to try the voice thing. Objection! Objection! <laughs> in you know. the toilet seat. Yeah. Dude's like, are you good in there? I'm like, oh, it's not coming out right. And I said, no! <laughs> Bring me my gavel. Hold it. <laughs> if you guys enjoyed that little bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full entire bonus episode by going on over to patreon.com slash yumtope and signing up to be a patron. Patrons are fantastic. We love them so much. Patrons are the pilot and yumtope is the mech suit. If you want to be the ultimate supporter, you can get yourself some Yimtope gear over at the Yimtope Apparel store. We got hoodies. We got zip-up yekets. We got lots of stuff to keep you warm in this here cold season around Christmas time. They make great Christmas gifts, honestly. We should have been saying that earlier because it's, <laughs> yeah, <we should. laughs> it's past Christmas now. But <laughs> hey, never too late. Uh, the link to the shop lives in the show notes. You can click on that and visit it whenever your heart desires. Thank you again to all of our supporters. We love you. Gentle kiss on the forehead. Mwah. Now back to your regularly scheduled Yemtope content. All right. I discussed it in my COVID flu thing. I tried to play it down because it was going to be a whole segment. Okay. So I, I seen the Spider-Man. Yes, seen the Spider-Mans. Okay. As a courtesy to our people, to the to you Yimtope people out there, we'll give you a week, one more week. Become this next show. I'm going hard and I'm going deep into it. Okay. I will not spoil nothing now because this movie is that amazing. I have actually you seen have like, to see this. I have seen little to no spoilers online. It's crazy how under wraps people are keeping it. My TikTok is legit like, you remember this part? You remember this part? You remember this part? It's just <laughs> full on display. Man, Twitter and Instagram have been like super good about it. Like no one is getting in there being like, can you believe blah, 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 blah? Can you believe this happened? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I'll give it a rating. I mean, this is one of those masterpiece movies that is like a once in a lifetime thing. Okay. You've never seen anything like it. It will be a long time before you get close to it again. Man. As much hype as there was around the movie, it wasn't enough. <laughs> like, like this movie literally was like, here's where you think we're going to be. And people are like, yeah, it's going to be right here. And then they were like, oh, we secretly had it way up here the whole time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so good. 
Next level like, shit. It's so good. So as of now, I've seen it twice. Okay. I'm going to plan on seeing it eight times to make it my Jesus number one Christ. scene movie. That's that's a lot of times. That's a lot of times. And I will gladly do it. Okay. There are feelings in this movie that just, like, man, there there's just a rush. Like, the whole last part of this movie is just a high, dude. It's so, so amazing. I want to know, like, as a person who has not seen any of the Spider-Men since Toby, like, would I enjoy this movie if I just go see it? As a movie, it still stands on its own. Like, it's still a very good movie. Yeah. There's still, you know, the heartbreaking choices that gotta get made and all that kind of stuff. Like, you don't need to have any previous knowledge of even Spider-Man to, to, to feel for what happens, you know? Okay. But as a, like, fan that grew up with a bunch of different stuff, to see hints and references to certain things... And just seeing some other stuff, like, it's almost like a culmination of what, like, Spider-Verse kind of tried to go for. We're like, let's hit the message of what it is for a Spider-Man to be Spider-Man, you know? Okay. Even, like, the old Toby ones didn't do that shit. Like, this one really hit, like, like a good message, you know? Okay, good. It was just phenomenal. My opening night crowd... It's literally going to be one of those things I'll never forget those moments. There are moments that that theater, like, rocked the walls, man. (laughs) (laughs) We got excited. Got hype. Oh, man. That place was wild. It was so good. The energy of just pure bliss that all these people felt at the same time, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. But I wanted to go into it because I was like, well, I want to see it a bunch of times. And TikTok's been showing me a lot of people going like, well, I saw it here and I saw it here. And I was like, I'm going to try to see it in these ways, right? Okay. So I wanted to I wanted to tell you about some of them. All right. You ever been to an IMAX dome theater? Is that where the movie's like on the ceiling? Yes, kind of. I have not, but I've heard of them. But you've been to one of those screens, right, at the Fort Worth Museum thing, the Science Center? Yeah, like the like an astrology thing, right? Yes. Rest- astronomy. Because okay. I remember going to one in elementary school, maybe yeah. middle school, right? Very long time ago. Yeah, and they showed this, like, video of a helicopter going over a cityscape. Yes. And then the camera goes on top of the helicopter, and I thought I was going to fall into the screen like i i like remember pushing into my seat and being like oh my god oh my god (laughs) like i like i felt like i was gonna fall right yeah they're showing spider-man at this thing oh my god so i was like yeah let me do that so i google it today i was like you know imax dome theater Ooh, fort worth has one yes that's close right fuck yeah it's closed till 2023 Oh, no. They're, like, remodeling it or some shit. Oh, that sucks. So, that's out. And then I saw another TikTok. Somebody was going to see it, and they saw it in a 4DX theater, which is where you get the water effects and the seat moves and stuff. Okay. The thing I did in the UK, and it was broken. Oh, yeah. 
And I was like, I can see Spider-Man and have him spit in my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I look up for four DX theaters. Boom. There's Regal theaters all over the place with this shit. Okay. So I'm clicking on them all. None of them are in 4DX. It's like Why? all the 4DX theaters that have it available. It's like they're turned off because of COVID or some shit. Oh. So I was like, well, fuck. I can't even see it in 4DX. Fuck. What the fuck? And so then I saw this one. And you're going to be mad, but I don't care. <laughs> okay. There's a theater that doesn't have a projection screen. It is a 400-inch Samsung television. What the fuck? Yeah. The the screen is their new micro LED, which is the TV that I wanted to buy this year. Oh, in my God. A 65-inch for my own house because I thought it was so cool, right? You don't want the full 400? You can't fit that into your drawer? Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> it's as close to OLED as you can get with the LED stuff. Without your eyes and getting like, wet. When I saw it in person, it blew my mind. I bet. Like, like, Samsung stuff has never come close to what my LG has looked like. And this is the first TV since 2017 to ever get that close. So it's been Damn. four years. Well, they've built a movie theater out of that technology. It's a 400 fucking inch Samsung TV on the wall. That's nuts. So this guy on TikTok was like, yeah, look, there's no projection spot in the back of the theater like this is just a closed room and the tv does it right and i i I like wonder how good that would look to have you know a t you're just watching it on a giant tv you know yeah and spider-man's playing there and i was like that would be cool though too bad i can't ever you know i don't even know where that is i've never heard of this before uh it's at a theater in houston texas it's the only one oh my god so I'm probably driving to Houston to see Spider-Man <laughs> at some point. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to see this Spider-Man on a giant fucking Samsung TV movie theater thing. Okay. Like, I have to experience that. It's Whatever called, like... makes your happiness go. Yes. It's called, like, the Samsung Onyx Theater or something. Okay. I mean, I would like to try that out anyway. Yeah. Because I'm into, like, ex- you know, one one of a kind theater experiences. Of course. But now I gotta go really fucking fast because Spider Man's not gonna be around forever. Yeah, you better go this weekend. Shit. Oh, yeah, I can't this weekend. <laughs> I Ugh. wish, though. Um, Google didn't have it working earlier. Give me a second. I'm gonna let you know how long a drive that's gonna be. I think a drive to Houston's like four and a half hours. It's not that far, right? Well, this isn't quite to Houston, so it might be like three, three and a half hours, you know? That's not bad. Yes, I mean, you make like a day trip. Yeah. You know? I mean, fuck, I was going to go to the fucking panhandle to get myself a graphics card, so I can't be mad at you for going to Houston to (laughs) see Spider-Man. Yeah. All right, so this says it is in Richmond, Texas. Richmond. So let's do Google Maps. Got the address. Boom. Directions. Here we go. Oh, fuck. All right. So if I left right now, it's a four hour and 15 minute drive. Okay. (laughs) I could fly there in an hour. Well, 
See, again, this is why I'm really pissed that we voted against the fucking, you know, Bullet super trains. train. Yeah. yeah. That I could have gotten there in 45 fucking minutes. Yeah. I would fucking Uber. Like, why not? Just 45 minutes to Houston, Uber to the place, you know? Why not? Actually, I, I fully support you going down for a four-hour drive to see Spider-Man. <laughs> Because then you can say, like, hey, I drove four and a half hours to see Spider-Man on a special TV. Yeah. Dude, like, if I can find that TikTok again, I'll send it to you. It's it's just crazy. It's just giant TV. I thought it was really neat. And I was like, oh, too bad. I'll never know where that is. And then he's like, I can't believe we have one here in Texas. And I was like, what do you mean, TikTok man? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, sure as shit. It's, um, it's called... <clears throat> the Star Cinema Grill in Richmond, Texas. All right. I have to go. Let's see. All right. So they have showtimes all the time. I'm just going to have to leave like early one morning. Maybe we can have lunch. And then you do like a good early afternoon one. So you got plenty of time to come back home. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's the world's largest cinematic LED screen. Man, I really wish they had one of those like movie on the ceiling things for you i want that for you be amazing there's a sequence in it that this girl was like oh literally whole theater almost threw up dude there's a preview that i saw where like it shows spider-man like leaping off of a fucking building and diving down and i don't know if it's the way they filmed it or something but i was sitting on my couch watching it and i i pressed myself into the back of the couch and like gripped the armrest like oh i'm gonna die oh that might be from some of the andrew ones because they did some really interesting shots when he was playing that part. Man, I don't know. Maybe it was, but yeah, it was It was just way... I got instant vertigo. Yeah. Uh, did you know we also had a world's largest theater here in Texas that was like just outside of Dallas that was only like 30 minutes from me? Really? Yeah, and I never went to it, and it's out of business now. So that's another reason why I'm like, this is a world's, like, nowhere in the world does anything like this exist. And of course it exists here in Texas. <laughs> I have to go, you know? Gotta go. Uh, remember? Chase your joy. Chase your joy. <laughs> yeah, I'm for like, this. I purposefully didn't go to that one theater because it was like, eh, like, what's the big deal? And now, like, I regret, it was, I think the world's, it was just the world's largest screen. Wow. Like, nowhere in the world was there a bigger theater screen than in this place that was, like, right outside of Dallas. And I, I never mean, went. Jerry World's got the fucking giant screen. What if they showed a movie there? Can you imagine being in a football Good stadium? Lord, watching a people? movie? That would be that so would be much intense. fun. I want to do that. That could actually be really fun. That would be so much fun. So, I'm going to link this place. I don't know. I... I need to look into it because I just saw that TikTok. Like, if there's cooler stuff on the website, I want to know some cool stuff, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, Star Cinema Grill, Richmond, Texas. Let's all meet up, guys. Come on. <laughs> okay. Yum tote party. Yeah. So, uh, again, next show. So, Monday, you're listening to this right now. I'm not going to discuss stuff. Next Monday, January 3rd. I'm going hard. <laughs> Fucking be ready because I won't hold no shit out of that one. Okay. I'm going to so, tell you guys everything. Just out of curiosity, I don't know if you want to touch on this on this show or the next one, but like, 
this movie's coming out during COVID times. Is is it seeing like a a dip in viewership? So, you know what? I remember looking at a whole bunch of stuff like when uh, King Kong versus Godzilla came out. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, it made so much money!" Like the theaters haven't made this much money in years because of COVID, right? Yeah. Um, there was like a big debate over what Spider-Man had pulled in, and now that like the weekend has ended and stuff, it is official. Spider-Man No Way Home is the second highest grossing opener of all time. Holy shit, of all time? Of all time. That any movie that has ever existed for, for like the opening weekend, this is the number two opening movie. My God. Following only Endgame. What? Really? Yeah. Wow. Dude, these movies are big. People flock to these movies. This is a zeitgeist that I am not a part of. And I... Like, you're really not, and you need to be. Oh, man. But that means Spider-Man pulled in this money in a pandemic. Yeah. Where no one's going... Because I've seen it twice. Kelsey, I was rubbing elbows both times. (laughs) I've looked at buying, like, other tickets, and, like, they're literally sold out. Yeah. I only got to see it the second time when I did because I was still feeling sick on Monday. So I did call out and be sick, but I went and saw okay. Spider-Man. <laughs> so I got to see it because it was like earlier in the day. Yeah. But like every showtime, like from five o'clock on, I mean, empty. Okay. Literally no place to be. Shit. And I imagine <clears throat> it'll be like that for like two weeks. This movie's not going to do Endgame numbers. There's no way. I mean, Endgame was Endgame was a 10-year finale. Yeah. I mean, that was huge. I mean, this one's pretty this huge, just too, good. though. It's like a culmination of however many, what, there's two trilogies and then a two-movie series, right? Yeah, but it's not, like, related to those, you know? This is, this is like, Tom's thing, you know? Okay. So, I mean... I guess this is, like, his trilogy, but, I mean, there's already talks that he's having more. Oh, shit. Like, they, I mean, (laughs) this movie came out Thursday. Saturday, they were like, part four is happening. Oh, shit. All right. They were like, we we already know it's going to happen. This movie's doing it. But it's, it wasn't the culmination. Like, like nobody was waiting on bated breath to know what was going to happen. Yeah. It was just, well, here's the next thing, you know. I mean, Endgame was the answer to a cliffhanger. Okay, like, yeah. Like, we got a cliffhanger, and they said, see you in a year. <laughs> and then made made you sit in that for a year, you know? God. The hype behind Endgame is unparalleled to anything that has existed in movies. Yeah. No movie has ever had that much anticipation for what, what are you going to do. Yeah. Even Star Wars wasn't that much we just wanted to know well, what's gonna happen with these guys right uh harry potter well we knew because we had the books you know yeah like nobody knew what was gonna happen endgame was magic like unparalleled magic spider-man is unparalleled joy <laughs> okay <laughs> i just am so happy the whole time i have been wearing a spider-man article of clothing since last thursday Nice. I just trade out one thing for another. Like, yeah. Con- constantly. Keep it in rotation. There you go. I just wanted to tell you about all these different 
theaters and ways to see it and how hard it is to find them. <laughs> like, I went down that hole for a long time today just trying to find out where to find these fucking theaters. And the 4DX one pissed me off because they were like, we do 4DX, Spider-Man's here. Yeah. And then none of the showtimes are in 4DX. Yeah, that's frustrating. But maybe I'll get to it. I would like to see this in as many ways as I can. Yeah, I support that for you. Chase your yeah. joy. Give me the full gamut of experiences. <laughs> Folks that were with us for the last Friday roundup, if you're in the Patreon, you heard me talk about the Hugo Awards. I wanted to go a little bit deeper into this on our actual show because there's a lot to just dissect with this. So with the Hugo Awards, what it is is a... Uh, I always thought it was just like, honestly, I kind of thought it was like a children's book award. Yeah. Because I've seen like tons of books that like we had to read in school with that award on it. I think they have a bunch of different, like there's a ton of different literary awards for whatever category your book falls into. The Hugo Awards specifically is for the best science fiction or fantasy works of the year. And I always thought it was like, there's one Hugo Award and we're giving it to a book. Okay. But it's apparently like the Hugo Awards. So there's a bunch of different oh, okay. categories. Like there's a novel, a novella, a novelette, a short story. There's just okay. tons and tons. And it even goes so far as to like, they also give awards to artists. So there's stuff in here for like best professional artist, And then there's, Best dramatic presentation. I don't know if that's like a, a play. There's best graphic story. So I'm thinking that's graphic novels. And I just, because we might be on the same site here. Can I tell you about this one? It says best series, The Murderbot Diaries. Yeah, I, I want to read that. I need <laughs> whatever that is. I don't know what it is, but I want it. Oh, yeah. So it also has awards for categories in best semi-pro zine best fan zine, best fan cast, best fan writer, best fan artist. And I'm just curious why it took them so long. The reason we're talking about the Hugo Awards today is because for the first time ever, a video game has won a Hugo Award. They awarded Hades a Hugo Award for 2021. And it was up against just a smattering of bizarre nominees. So it it was between Hades, The Last of Us 2, Spiritfarer, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and Blazeball. <laughs> Just from what I know, I would have went Spiritfarer. Yeah, this is a this is a weird collection of of games that I I I guess you could make an argument that they're they all belong somewhere in fantasy and sci-fi. Yeah. I just can't Animal believe that, that it's just like sci-fi fantasy thing does that mean there's like a you know like romance award oh man like i'm sure there is like are there just uh awards for each genre they call them the squirties best oh my god (laughs) sorry (laughs) um yeah i I have no follow-up to that one (laughs) (laughs) i think there's awards for pretty much everything so yeah, I was just shocked that it took so long to to call a video game a worthy piece of literary stuff, you know. I just think 
we've talked about this several times before that video games have not been taken seriously as a medium for a very long time. Yeah. And there's so many developers these days that are telling like really complex stories and doing it in ways that like surprise and delight the audience along the way. Like it, it, in captivating ways of storytelling. And so they, they created the category as a temporary one-off for this year. And they're saying that they're considering adding a permanent video game category, but they're not sure yet. Do you think you don't have enough fantasy and sci-fi yeah. games to do every year? Right. Do you like, think why, you're going to have a shortage? Why do you not want to make this a permanent thing? Like, do you... I just want to know the, the thought process behind the Hugo Awards yeah. where they said, like, video games are something different because they're giving it to a semi-pro zine i don't know what that is they're giving it to a fan zine that's just like it's stuff that is not typically considered like but when you when you think literature of course you think books right you don't always think yeah you don't always think zines put together by people that are not working for an official company you know like a fanzine is something that you can gather together on tumblr i'm reading this right now I don't know if you saw this. Did you see how they list the categories? Like like what constitutes what can be in the category? No. So I'm on this one page. That award is not on here. The game one, right? Okay. Because I guess it was a one-off. But like, so like right here, it says for best novel, it's awarded for a science fiction or fantasy story of 40,000 words or more. So there's like parameters to get you into each category. Right? Yeah. So that's how I'm thinking they're like dividing up. They have novel, novella, novelette, and short story. So I'm sure there's like benchmarks yeah. for each of those to hit. But so I was reading this, but ev- every single one of these, it says something about kind of a print in a way. Like there has to be something in print. Okay. Because it's, you know, like best graphic story so it's a comic book it's you know panels of pages like you know you still got to read it yeah so really i'm sitting here now thinking about what you said as the nominees and if you watch the friday roundup i said why is the last of us in there yeah now i really want to kick it out because the last of us is a visual one it's not like a text one animal crossing's text technically it's it's like print you know what do you mean? Like, like there's a lot of stuff to read? Yeah, you have to read that game. Like, you read <laughs> Hades. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. You like, read Animal Crossing. You don't Like visual read. novel style. Yeah. Why are there not more letters? Why are there not more rage loops? Like, that's yeah. what I think needs to be in this. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I can see the argument for that. I, I think that there should be just like in general a category for video games at the Hugo Awards permanently. I think it belongs there. But to also see visual novel alongside it, I think that would be really interesting. I just think if you're going to do a game one like this, I think it would have to be something where it's more where like you're reading a lot of it. Yeah. Because this is all about print. It's all about having so many words or like editing um, well okay so this says best dramatic presentation this award can be given to a dramatized production in any medium including film television radio live theater computer games 
yeah. or music. There so, you go. Okay. So it isn't just print. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why have they not done this before? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm happy that they're doing it now. I just I'm uh, I'm curious why they didn't decide to make it permanent. Maybe they're gonna see how it goes over. If they get like a lot of backlash or criticism from you know stuffy duffies that don't want video games near their literature, who is gonna get mad? Well, that <laughs> one category is an older one, and it says or computer games. So I mean, they've already allowed games to be in a category yeah but now they're just kind of separating it but this is the first time one has ever won yeah so hats off to hades for that i really really hope that hugo awards will make this a permanent thing because i would love to see more recognition of the insane amount of work that game writers put into their stories because oh my god besides just from jeff Keeley. yeah because man i think I think they deserve to be recognized as like literally visual novels. It's hours and hours of reading. It's hundreds of thousands of words at sometimes. I think that they deserve some recognition for that. I bet, I bet the script. Okay. Uh, Quantic dream, the heavy rain guys and stuff. Yeah. The scripts for those games they've said are, are like 40,000 plus pages. Yeah, it's a ridiculous because of how many branching paths you can go, and then having like redo lines and re you know rehash the same ideas. You know, like yeah, those things are so much longer than novels and stuff. And you're gonna be like, those don't matter, right? You know, it takes a lot of shit. It takes a lot of shit. I'm with <laughs> so. you. We need more viewpoints from not just within our own community because the Game Awards is just our community giving out the awards we think they should get. Yeah. Like, other people need to pay attention, you know? Right. Real quick, you know, Game Awards did their Game of the Year. Did you know Time Magazine gave out a Game of the Year award this year? No. Time Magazine. (laughs) And they gave Game of the Year to Metroid Dread. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I was like, hey, that's a big name. I like it. (laughs) But yeah, like, once we do this, we start allowing stories to get noticed like they should. Yeah. So this is great, and I appreciate you bringing this. I love it. I know you would. Well, I think it's time to close out this year, Kelsey. I think it is. Let's put a cap on it. I think it's time for the good old Rose Rose Thorn Bud. Yeehaw! Um... I understand that 2021 has not been much better than 2020. Well, <laughs> I mean, I understand because we got no submissions. Yeah, we didn't get <laughs> nobody wanted to write in their Rose Rose Thorn Buds, which is it's fine. It's understandable. It's been a long year and it's a lot to think about and look back on. Um, I mean, we're going to, of course, I didn't keep write the... mine until Kelsey bothered me. So <laughs> <laughs> We'll keep the line open. If you guys ever want to send them in, it's not always a year-end thing. You can send it to us, you know, mid-April if you really feel the the itch scratching. But, oh. um, so yeah, just going to be the two of us reading our Rose Rose Thorn Buds here. Would you like to do like we did last year where I read one and then you read one back sure. and forth? I'm not going to click on yours. Okay. I'm going to let yours stay 
disappeared, but I have to click mine because I don't remember what I put in there, and I want to make sure I get it in the right orders. Okay. Um, you mind if I go first? Go for it. Give me your okay. first rose. My first rose. Um, I found a new hobby this year that I am really excited and passionate mm. about. That is an and excellent one. It is the first time in a long time that I've really, like, felt something for a hobby. Like, you know how I like to bounce around. Like, I'll dabble in this, I'll dabble in that. Yeah. But for me, like, resin work and dice making this year has been really fun for me to just, like, dig my hobby hooks into. And I am enjoying every minute of it. Like, the fails even have been something for me to learn from. And I don't get down on it. I'm just like, well, that's another thing that I learned. And... I'm just really having a lot of fun. I was going to say, for knowing you as long as I have, I can feel how much you enjoy the dice making. It's just fun. Like, <laughs> I know how much you enjoy it. Yeah. And it makes me happy that you love it that much. Thank you. I'm, I'm really, it's just, it's nice to try new things, but it's really, really nice to try the same thing over and over and over. <laughs> But get a little bit better or a bit of a cooler design. Yeah. My first rose would be my job. Really? Would okay. Be, would be getting my job. So, I mean, you know, 2020 kind of kind of went away. If, you know, you remember, I was scooping poop. You were scooping the poop. You know, like, I legit was, you know, driving around outside, rain or shine, you know, having to pick up poop, you know, and yep. then I got, you know, this good job. And then I found another opportunity shortly after that. And I think I have like a good, stable, nice thing pays nicely. I'm not as stressed. Like, I feel like I can exist again. Yeah, that's great. And it has been it's been feeling good. You know, I know that you have been so stressed out in your job in the past few years and that it has just kind of been like dragging on your life. So I'm really happy that you've gotten to a place where it makes you feel content. Yeah. I feel like I can get back to the whole, like I work and then go do whatever the fuck I want to do later. You know? Yeah. Like that's what I like. I want to have like work, pay me and then go have fun. Yeah. You know? So I think I'm in that stage again and it will be great. All right. Good rose. My second rose. Um, I have been like 2020. The, one of the biggest things that I missed was travel. And I just get really, really sad when I can't like leave my house for a long time or like go new places, see new things, try new things. Um, yeah. So my second rose is our road trip to Nashville going to podcast movement 2021. Nice. It was just really fun to be able to get out of the house for an extended period of time. We went on a super long road trip and just had fun, you know. It was just it was just nice to hang out with you for a long time. It was There's nothing quite like like a con experience. Yeah, it was my first Because you feel separated from the outside world. Yes. You know? And we did it in a time where it felt like COVID was over because we were getting vaccines yeah. <laughs> and like everything was so good. And then the first day of the convention, I remember like opening Twitter and being like Delta variant is here. And like everything went to shit shortly afterward. So I know. And now it's Omicron and 
Yeah. So I think we went to podcast movement in like just the right time frame that it didn't feel insanely dangerous to be there, but it, it also didn't feel good. I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was just, it was, we made it, ha- we made it work. We made it happen. I got to say between that, the experiences we had, like trying to find people on the mixer night God, was I've never ridiculous. felt so awkward in my whole life, <laughs> and I was just happy to have you there with me. <laughs> um, a like two mile trek to Waffle House to never get my fucking waffle. Oh my God, that waffle that never came. Uh, <laughs> dude, the food though, the food we had. Yeah, the shrimp and grits. And the food was good. I was thinking about that place we went that was across the street, and we had with all that... the taxidermy. Yeah, and then we yes. had. The lady that just gave us beignets for free because she was like, "Yeah, I like people." Yeah, she was she was <laughs> she a good was waitress. Cool. I liked like, her a lot. Yeah, there was just a lot of cool things that happened while we were there. Yeah, and getting to stay in a hotel after you know a long time not being able to go into hotels. Yeah, <laughs> just a unique experience. And the hotel was so empty; like there was there was that, nobody else there. I felt that was actually really nice. It was. <laughs> I did enjoy that. It was just like, oh, I can just be here and it's okay yeah so that that combined with like learning just so much new stuff like being in classes like literally dawn to dusk and just learning and having a good time and getting to know more people and more about our craft it was it was exciting and then sharing the horrible pain that is steven universe future together yes that was a that was a full week it really was. Now that I think back on it. <laughs> eventful trip. Well, my other rose, I have already said, and you're going to be like, oh, come on. Is but, it Spider-Man? Uh, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> I kind of expected that. Like I said, it was so beyond what you imagined. How many times is there like hype for a movie and it exceeds that? Most of the time, you know, like, you build up the hype and you're, like, let down or it meets it, you know? Yeah. It's very rare that you're, like, I didn't know I wasn't hype enough. Right. You know? I mean, it's one of those experiences that I'll remember for my life. That's it good. Was, well, plus, he's the oldest thing in my life. Like, I've always loved Spider-Man. And for this movie to have done what it did... It just soothed Tiny Robert in all the ways that it possibly could. I nice balm for the soul. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a great way to cap the year. That's good. But I'm really tired of all the happy things. <laughs> you want me to bum you out? Yeah, give me a give me a good old thorn. Okay, here's our first thorn. Um, so it's funny that you bring up Steven Universe, Steven Universe Future because <laughs> not that that was my thorn, but yeah. We did a Zeitgeist review for Steven Universe Future, just kind of an impromptu discussion of our feelings after the show, and mm. I ended up sobbing on that recording, and I'm not going to do that here. But there's, like, a lot of... There's so much baggage in that show, and it it focuses on the fact that Steven is going through a lot of stuff, like physically emotionally spiritually and he just takes it on from everybody and he holds it inside 
and refuses to let other people know that he's not doing so hot. Yeah. And that has always been me in past. Like I've, there's, I just have a problem with like, I'll take other people's problems on for them. I will help other people carry the weight of a sadness. But when it comes to my own sadness, I'm like, no, that's for me to deal with. You get the fuck away from my sadness. I'm carrying this by myself. Yep, you never get to know. Yeah. yeah. And for whatever fucking reason, I'm pretty pretty sure 2020 has just taught me that not not taught me. 2020 has uh, affected me. Yeah. In a way that has made me kind of go back into doing that where I don't okay. I don't tell people when I'm struggling anymore I just like swallow it because hey we're all struggling it's a pandemic and I'm like it's gonna be just my problem to deal with now so there's been like a lot of times this year when I was going through shit on my own and just didn't bother to reach out to anybody and I wish I could go back and kick myself because I know that my friends would be there to help carry the weight and I don't know why I don't tell people so That's something for me to work on in 2022, I think. I'll say, I think even like your whole pinch nerve thing, I think you'd had it for like a month before I even knew about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's I'm like, still oh, happening, by the way. Had died inside your body. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I feel you because it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to become a doctor and fix it for me? You know? Right. Yeah. Like, I get it. You know? So my thorn is like a bunch of things. <laughs> okay. It's it's been a year. Yeah. Man. Um I basically attributed it to a word just called over encumbrance. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh I just said basically an over encumbrance of just events that have unfolded throughout this year and it seemed like as soon as one thing happened, it was like, well, that's that's uncomfortable. But then, like, another thing would happen. And it's like, well, that's a little much. And then another thing would happen. And it's like, okay, how is all this going to resolve? Yeah. You know, there's just been too much. Like, we love those cats, man. But it is hard to take care of these cats. And basically never get to leave and go anywhere. Yeah. I love Bulbasaur, man. But shit messes, man. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> they are a thing. That dog do shit, though. I mean, I wouldn't... I fuck... All right. Look, guys. I love that dog. <laughs> I do. He is my son. I yeah. love him. Right? But, like, it is taking the hardest time to, like, get him handled. Yeah. And trained on shit. And it's like, every time we think we have a win, he does something different. Right. And so we're just stuck in this, like, well, we don't know if we're ever going to be good, you know? Like, yeah. like we don't know. Because he just, like, will do something good for so long and then be like, I don't remember that. And go off. And then, geez, the cats fucking start ripping up the carpet all over the place. Oh, God. Nonstop. And it's like, why now? Like, yeah. just so much stuff is happening at once. And then... There's just been a lot of events this year that it's, they've all been out of my control. And I think that's the problem. Like, I can't help them. That's the worst type of shit when, like, you know that you can't fix it yourself and you have to just kind of watch it spiral. 
Yeah. And like, react to it. Like, I've had a bunch of other things that I'm not just going to, like, sit here and list a laundry for you guys. But, like, I've had other things that I can't, I think that is, I can't control it. Like, I'm not in direct control of fixing it. Yeah. But it's still my my issue, you know? Like, right. I still have to be part of trying to make it fixed, but I can't fix it. Yeah. And I've just had a bunch of them. And I'm ready for this year to be fucking done, dude. <laughs> it really has felt like just one thing after another. I mean, it's been a pile on. I'm tired this year. Yeah. Like I, I am, think that's the general mood. Everyone's uh, kind of done with it. Yeah, like when we didn't get Rose Rose Thorn Buds, I was like, I didn't want to write one either, guys. <laughs> I feel you. I just, I just, I just want to go back to playing Halo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But... As much as there's bad, we've had the goods. And you know what? There will always be another good. Give me your good buds and hopes, seeds for the future. Okay. Um, so back on the thought of like traveling and going places, uh, Richard and I have talked and we have decided that barring any world ending events, knock on <laughs> fucking wood... We would okay. love to go to Star Wars World this year. Oh, yeah. Gotta gotta see that old Space Karen. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. As the, as the unnamed YouTube has dubbed her. <laughs> um, we don't have a date. We don't have anything planned yet. We just, that's on the mystical calendar of the future. We are going to Star Wars World, whether it be we wanted to go for our, our anniversary, which is like in a couple of weeks here. So I don't know if we're going to be able to yeah. make that happen with, you know, Omicron bullshit. Maybe for his birthday in February, maybe for just a fun time in March. Who knows? Well, I, yeah. I really want to go. I want this to happen for us. So that is that is my shining star that I'm walking toward the the carrot on the end of the stick. Man, that is going to be awesome. I will sob the entire time. <laughs> um, I just want to know what the new lightsabers are like. Because apparently they, like, changed up the lightsabers that you create in the okay. shop now and stuff. I, I want to like, do that lightsaber supposed experience. to be better, so. Oh, I want to do it so bad. I, I dream about it. Oh, man. I would totally do it. See, like, I want to do it. Like, I want to do it, but then not take that one home. Why? Because because you can buy other ones online for oh, cheaper yeah. that are like so much better. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I do want like all right. This isn't my bud, but hey bud, can we like make a plan? Okay. Can we try to get like good lightsabers? Okay. Like, you want to get I, one of those like I want to buy actual like, like flame ones. No, not like that. Because <laughs> those are ridiculous. <laughs> no, but, like, there's some people that make, like, good quality ones that, like, you know, the LEDs light up real nice going up and they shine way brighter than the Disney ones and stuff. Yeah. I forgot yeah. the name of that company, but, like, I've looked and they're, like, 600 bucks. <laughs> or some crazy shit, right? Yeah. But, like, you can't tell me that you wouldn't love to, like, walk into your living room or that game room and it's hanging up on the wall and you just light up this green beam and it just shines in the whole room. Yeah, I want that. Okay, but what color is your lightsaber though? Yellow. Yellow? There's no yellows. Yes, there is. Yellow? Yellow. A pea lightsaber? Gross. Oh, no, like the nice soft goldish ones, you know? Is that one? 
Yeah, let me let me look it up for you. Gold lightsaber. Yeah, I, I gotta know. Because, I mean, um, I have mine. Uh, it says Ray's lightsaber was yellow-bladed. I don't think so. No, what? Ew, no. Ray lightsaber color. She had and green, says, right? And it says yellow. I don't you think mean she like, had yellow in the movie. You mean like hers at the very end of the movie? Because that one's kind of yellow. Was it? Like, I think this is the very end of the movie. After, uh, you know, like she buries the other two. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of her holding that gold lightsaber right now. Yeah. That's the one. color I like. That's nice. But she holds like a blue one throughout the movie, right? Because it's like Luke's old yeah, lightsaber. Yeah, because she has Luke's the whole fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but that was never her lightsaber. So I guess her lightsaber, a lot of people are saying it's gold, though. Okay. Yeah, so the yellow lightsabers are for a specific kind of Jedi called, I think, the Guardians or the Sentinels. Okay. And it's the one of the rarest ones that you can have. And I just think they look so fucking cool. But you know what the rarest one is? Pink? Because I want pink or oh, black. I was going to say the purple one. Oh, the purple one's fucking good. Only yeah, nice because, one that one. Because only one person gets that one. <laughs> um, I mean, I would like an orange one. Yeah. Because when I played uh, Force... Force, wait, no. Uh, Fallen Order. Yeah. I used orange, but I mean... My lightsaber of choice has always been green. Return of the Jedi, all the fucking way. You know, it's the funny. Green Green's my, my favorite. favorite color, and I love everything green, but the green lightsaber just doesn't do it for me. <gasps> I love the green lightsabers. <laughs> that is like the epitome of the good guy lightsaber to me. Yeah. It's it's so iconically good guy. Right. I I fucking love it. I think it's so perfect. Man, they're so good. But yeah, like, let's get some good lightsabers. All right. I want to craft some. Well, I hope you go. And I hope it's this year. I hope so, too. Um, my bud is me and Taylor have some plans. And hopefully, if things go the way we're looking, we are going to drastically reduce our debt over this next oh, year. Good. Like, I don't think we would be debt free by the end of the year by any means but the idea is to get the debt like super low because we are gonna like be looking for a house oh fuck yeah and shit so but to do that we really need to get the debt under control because if i didn't pay out half of the like the debt stuff i'm paying out we could have so much more money yeah <laughs> like like she will tell you i dream i She'll go, I know, I know. If you didn't pay these bills, we'd have so much money. And I'm like, but it's so true. <laughs> yeah. Know? Debt is a fucking sword hanging over your head. And nothing feels better than paying off like a loan that you've been yeah. under for the last five years or whatever. I mean, Taylor's about to feel one of the greatest things ever. Hers is coming up. Her car is about to get paid off. Oh, yes. It feels so good to pay off a car. Uh, I mean, I remember when I paid off my car and I can't imagine having a car payment now. Like I would, yeah. I, I dread the day that that's going to happen again. Same. You know? Yeah. We Which just is why off... I got to get debt free now. Yes. I am. <laughs> so I can have that. I'm so ready for this for you. I, you, you need to be debt free. <laughs> it's, it's a good feeling. Like we're not debt free, free, but like we, we did yeah. that last year. We reduced a bunch of our debt and refinanced a bunch Dude, of shit. So I know like. Frankly, a lot of my friends are not really that in debt. 
Like it's good. M- most of the people that I know really aren't. I am by far, I can guarantee the person who's most in debt. Mm-hmm. Like, if I gave you my number, you guys would die. Uh, I need you to think about a Peter Griffin song. Okay. It's not that number, but it's not far off. I don't know what song you're talking about. I've got $30,000 in credit card debt. Jesus. I mean, it's not that number, but like, it's not far off from that number. Ugh. Everything that me and Taylor have done, we've we've had to do you know yeah i've never really had any help from anybody else you know right like i've never had somebody that could like well you know i'll cover this and set this up for you like i have been on my shit alone yeah you know and i'm ready to fucking get out of this shit like i've been dream. there was a time that we were like getting close to starting to climb out and then it just fucking tumbled back on us. Yeah. Like, it hit us hard. It's and like climbing a ladder and one of the rungs breaks. Yeah. So, I'm hoping that by next year, I can, like, easily go, I think I want a new microphone. I think I want to put something into the podcast and just go do it. Not be yeah. like, can I do that? You know? I mean, I was stressing... We we had discussed doing the stream deck um, on Black Friday. Yeah. And that number scared me even. And that wasn't even that much. Like, that really wasn't a lot. Yeah. I mean, it comes out of our podcast funds, too. So you don't yeah. got to worry. But I was just like, yeah, that's money for food. For groceries. You know? Yeah. For like, cats. For dogs. This is the... I haven't been at this low of a level on fundage since like college times. Oh man. And you know, part of it comes with, you know, spending half a year doing poop stuff, you know? Yeah. Like 2020 made, made shit wild, but it's time. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna get over this and it's going to be great. Good. That, that is my, that is my hope. Manifest it. I am man. It is going to be real. But I think that does it. That does it. Good for our sore buds. Thank you for sharing this moment with me. We did good. It's been um, a good fucking year. It is. It, it has been a year. <laughs> it's been a year. Um, I mean. We actually had just discussed this before we came in here to record. And I was like, by no means was 2021 one of the worst years ever to me. Yeah. But it was, like, one of the most depressing years. <laughs> like, I, yeah. it just wasn't a bad year. Like, not bad things happened, but it was just an energy, soul-sucking year. It's not been a yeah. great year. No. I You know, 2020 was, like, fucking rock bottom for pretty much everybody. And yeah. we're still kind of climbing out. I hope we all get out of there. I do, too. And don't forget to lend a hand to your friends along the way, folks. Because yeah. some people need it and they don't fucking ask. <laughs> well, they should. I know. Granted, I don't ask either. So take our own advice myself. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You ready to take my hand and climb out of this hole? Let's do it. Right. All right, guys. Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this lovely audience. It's been another year with you guys. We wouldn't trade it for the world. 
Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. This is two straight years of Yimtope Mondays. We will see you every Monday in 2022. That is our guarantee. And if you like that, you think, damn, there's no way they can do it. We'll do it. And why don't you go give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? That would really help us out so, so much. It sounds like a threat when you phrase it that way. Oh, you think we're not going to release it on Monday? You fucking what? You fucking listen, buddy. Listen. We're We're coming for your left shoe, okay? (laughs) If you like that style, you like that panache, you can find us and friend us on each and every social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. It's been a hell of a year, but you patrons were by us for the entirety of it, and we can't thank you enough. You guys are beautiful and perfect and wonderful in every way. This goes for all the listeners. We love you guys so, so much, and we want to say a huge thank you to you guys for giving us a fantastic 2021. We could not have done this without the ongoing support. And of course, the listener mail. If you want to send us any listener mail, you can do so at ymbtoap at gmail.com. And as always, that stands for you must be thinking of another podcast. We want the listener mail. If you would like to send in a Rose Rose Thorn, but if you have the energy to do so, go ahead and send it on in. There is no deadline. Tell me what you got for Christmas, for Hanukkah, for, I don't know, whatever. What you guys get? I want to know. All your holiday celebrations tell me tell me how your new year went i mean it's not it's not new year's yet but email us after new year let us know you survived in the night and uh yeah just just tell us how you're doing actually because you talked about it earlier i wanted to say something i want you guys to write me in with this when you get christmas presents for somebody close to you that's in the same house or whatever where you hide that shit yeah oh i had mine so good this year I hid mine in plain fucking sight, dude. Beautiful. Oh, I just set them on a shelf and didn't say anything about it. And he never saw them until like, until like two days before Christmas. He's like, what is all these boxes on this shelf? And I was like, you haven't even looked at the shelf for like two weeks. And now you look at it. I have so many different places. I had one that is like my most brilliant place that I finally told Taylor about and she forgot about it again. So it's oh, the, good. It's like the best spot again. <laughs> Actually, it's so good. I forget there's stuff back there sometimes. Oh, no. And so one time I went to pull out stuff and I was like, when did this thing get back here? Well, I guess she has two things, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I have stuff hidden like three different places right now, I think. Nice. Ferreting so, it away. Yeah. Where do you guys hide that shit? Because when you were talking about don't touch that box and stuff, I was like, yeah, I have something in like a bunch of different spots. And I need to go find them all because I got to wrap everything still. It's like a little Easter egg hunt. Exactly. And also don't forget our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever to you, Farage, you have the best music. And everybody, go out to his YouTube and let him know he has the best music. It's so good. Everything's so awesome. And as always, thanks for listening. And tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. What good things await us in 2022? One more important sound we wanted you to hear. Happy New Year! Woo!